This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. My Talkers, 5 o'clock on this Monday afternoon. Lori and Julia are fresh off their trip from L.A., hanging out with you guys, taking us in to the last hour of the show. That's correct. Now, the movie is funny. Julia kept her her informal poll going in Beverly Hills <laughs> about the Banshees of in, um, in a Sharon and also sure. every everything everywhere all at once. And... Um, you were taking notes. I was. And asking people. People basically, everyone always about everything, everywhere, all at once. Start out, well, I loved it, but I couldn't figure out what was going on for the longest time. Right. Something like basically. that. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the banshees of Inna Sharon, people, people either loved. seem to love or hate. Yes, love or hate. Love or hate. But someone who is considered... And I know we had him in our actor category, best movie actor. I yep. picked Austin Butler for something else. I didn't think you could nominate twice. But um, Chris Hewitt really felt strongly that mm-hmm. Colin Farrell turned in four great movies this year. And he's right. like, he's so liked in Hollywood. And he and Brendan Fraser were on CBS Sunday Morning News. So we've just got a little bit. Brendan uh, Brendan Gleeson. Brendan Gleeson, because they have been friends since they made the wonderful movie In Bruges. Which was fabulous. Fabulous. And uh, so play the one where he talked, where they talk about collaborating on the 2008 classic In Bruges. It's like 58 seconds long. Did when I came to work every day was aspire to be your equal. I'm not saying I even got there, but the aspiration kept me going, and I thank you for that for the rest of my days. Oh, that's at the Globes. At the Globes, Colin, you uh, in your speech said some beautiful things about Brendan. What was it like, Brendan, to be sitting there and hearing that? Um, it was very humbling, but uh, I have to say I was completely chuffed. But it's part of the generosity of spirit. That's. The reason we became, you know, fast friends is because that's... It's the result of the recognition that I can't own at all, though. Sorry to interrupt. It's the result of the recognition that I can't own at all. Like, genuinely, there's no column without Brendan. I can't claim complete ownership. I've said the same about the Batman thing. I mean, never could I have less ownership for my work as an actor than I could in in Batman because of Mike Marino's genius creating the visage of the Penguin, right, of Oz. But it's the same in, in every single job you go to. You lean into each other. You lean into He's each other. So they're, chef, they're just so Beautiful, they're yeah. so great. And you know, Brandon Gleason was absolutely terrific in the series called Mr. Mercedes. That you loved. That was a Stephen King novel yep. and um Holland Taylor is in it, plays his neighbor. Okay. It's just a quirky, really, really great show. I think it was just three seasons. It okay. was a thr- it's a thriller. All right. He's like a detective. So um uh oh 
play this next one where they talk about playing ex-friends in the film and catching COVID at the Golden Globes. How are you? Good. I'm, I'm uh, very happy to be out of a room. And back in a room, as it happens, <laughs> yeah. pretty yeah. much the same location. Yeah. But it's, uh, no, it's great to be out amongst the actual wild fowl and the people. The wild fowl. <laughs> in that order. He has such a beautiful voice. Oh, my God. Was it rough? Were you pretty sick? Initially, I was. Yeah. 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 Initially, he was. I was a day later. That'll tell you who gave it to who. Yeah. But um, <laughs> both times I've had it, I got a good whack for three or four days and then come out of it. But it likes to have a bit of a... A shindig. Just everything. It has your headaches. Yeah. Luckily, after about four or five days, I kind of felt, no, it's kind of on the way out. I'm going to do very little now for the next while. The first time I, I went out, about a week after I tested negative, and I started running again, and I messed myself up and got the long COVID for about six months. Oh. Oh, geez. So now you're going to take it easy? I'm going to take it handy. Yeah. <laughs> I know they're just, they're, they're so they're so darling, and you know, um, Colin Farrell in um, he remember he wins the best actor at the Venice Film Festival for this movie, and then in September he's in um, Hollywood, and he is um, accepting an award um, at the Elizabeth Taylor Ball to end AIDS. He so he got an award because she got him involved in it, Colin yes. Farrell. So as the story goes, Colin Farrell was at Cedar sinai Medical Center in 2009 when his son Henry was born. And he bumped into Elizabeth Taylor's manager, who was visiting his client, Elizabeth, who just had a heart procedure. Days later, Colin found himself thinking about Elizabeth and wanting to send her flowers, so he phoned his publicist, who reported that she just happened to be staring at an orchid that Elizabeth Taylor had delivered to her office for Colin Farrell. Oh, stop. And even though uh, they only knew each other for two years because she passed away in March of 2011, they had a very, very fast friendship. And Colin Farrell would go and read poems and things like that to her. And he... he um, he said, I, I just I just loved her and we she loved to watch CSI. Right. If it had a crime scene or Mark Harmon in it in it, she was really NCIS. Really loved it. And one time she took all of her jewelry and she had this big, huge, long dining room table and she spread all of her jewelry on the table for Colin so he could see it. And then she just told him stories. So oh. they were like really you know, good good friends, but he just, uh, you know, he just said, you know, she was at the very core of her, someone who believed in helping, and she was so outraged about what was happening in the 80s. Right. And, With you know, AIDS. she's the one who got Ronald Reagan to say HIV and AIDS because mm -hmm. she knew him from back in the day. The movie days. Yes. Mm -hmm. She's like, right, you have to say something. It has right. been three and a half years or whatever it's been, so... Anyway, uh, Colin, you know, he may end up uh, winning because he is like a really favorite. Well, in, in the other movie people. that we were talking about, and Grant, you said it earlier, 13 Lives, and that was about oh. the rescue mission of the Thailand soccer team. Is that the one that yes. Ron, um, Ron Howard directed, Viggo Mortensen, Joel Edgerton? That is a great, great movie. It's on movie. Prime Video. Mm -hmm. Love that movie. And he um, he's... He's darling. He has such a good accent. Now, tell me the guy that he stars with again. What's that other guy's Brendan name? Brendan Gleeson. Okay, so Grant. Yeah. 
for three years, for three years at least, Chris Hewitt has always said his favorite, favorite movie is Paddington 2. Uh, well, the that's... movie... Have you seen it? No, but if you go back to the Nicolas Cage, um, unbearable weight, massive, massive talent, that Paddington One and Paddington Two have a huge role in being That's like true. favorite movies. But sorry yeah. to interrupt. Okay, going. but you're right. So today on the way home, I was looking for an easy movie. Mm-hmm. I started watching the menu and I couldn't understand what they were saying, mm-hmm. and so I put on Paddington Two. Beginning okay. to end, watching the whole way home. delightful, isn't it? Just. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, not a bored second in it, and you're just delighted and delighted even more. But he's in it. Yeah. Um, the guy. Brandon It is one of those movies that if you haven't seen yet, and I thought it would be, I, I remember loving Paddington 1, but I mean, Chris went all in with Paddington 2. Yes, he did. It is he better. Right. Yeah. It's so bad. I just give that a big shout out. Well, apparently uh, Eddie Murphy and Julia Louis Dreyfus have struck uh, comedy gold in this. In Kenya Barris's, who created Blackish, this is his first feature film, co-written with Jonah Hill. Think Meet the Parents, and then guess who's coming to dinner? This is uh, this is that um, the the new you people Netflix. you people you people we watched people. it this weekend. Did you oh. love it? I heard it's comedy gold. Friggin' hilarious. Oh, good. Seriously? Great yeah. movie. It's, you know, Lily and I just got engaged, and it's about him recently on Netflix. G- on Netflix getting engaged and going to meet this black family as a white man. And oh, there are so many funny parts. It's worth the watch. It's oh. a good laugh. Oh, yes. Good. good laugh. Yes. It tips over a lot of sacred cows yeah. and makes fun of a lot of uh, stuff like that. And she is so good. Julia Louis Dreyfus, of course, Eddie Murphy is really good, yeah, and he's then amazing. Kenya Barris is talented, and then I had no idea that Jonah Hill was the co-writer no. of this. So. Oh, and he he really does make it. They all make it. Every character has their own way of making some type of an awkward awkward moment, but then making it really funny. I mm-hmm. love this. It's good. It's worth the watch. Yeah, I love. And this. it's more. And I and I also watched uh, Shotgun Wedding. Also a fun watch, but. I would go with this one first. What for the shot- comedy gold. For the comedy okay, gold. What's Shotgun Wedding on again? Shotgun Wedding. Amazon, I think. Amazon, yeah. We wa- we caught it on Amazon. She, they had a real You big- had a weekend with your fiancé. Yeah, family. we watched a lot of... Yeah. We also watched uh, Shrinking on Amazon. Oh, and? You guys need to check it out. Apple Plus, it's supposed to be phenomenal. Or Apple Plus, yes. It is fantastic. Jason Siegel, hilarious. Harrison Ford, Ford. one of the funniest role... I've never seen Harrison Ford we, in a funny role. He's never done And he's one of the funniest oh, really? guys in the entire show. It's about a shrink who uses unconventional ways to get to his patients in the same way of healing himself through his own struggles. But it's hilarious. It's funny. And Harrison Ford steals the show. Oh. He really does. Oh, I can't cool. wait. You'll so- love it. 12 below, smelled below. It doesn't matter. We've got a lot to do at home. Yes. You're right. There's <laughs> all this cold weather. All right. We'll be right back with the dirt alert. Okay. Lori and Julia here. And maybe you're just starting to think about Valentine's Day. You know, it's not too late to plan a great date night. Chan Hassan Dinner Theater always has a lot going on. And what a treat to enjoy. Such a complete experience, both a delicious dinner and a show. It is so much fun. For starters, the new show on the main stage, The Prom. We can't wait. It is a big, splashy, Tony Award-winning musical comedy and a new hit show based on a true story. Singing, of course, dancing. A big story packed with comedy and kindness. People, you do not want to miss The Prom. It starts February 10th. Also, the amazing Don Shelby and Nancy Nelson return in Love Letters. 
for eight shows in February. They were just with us last week and so delightful. It's sold out in November. We have our tickets. You should get yours. And then the tribute concerts coming up. The band, Rod Stewart, Cat Stevens. Stevens. And of course, Stevie Ray's comedy, Cabaret, every Friday and Saturday nights. For tickets, ChanhassenDT.com. You're going to love it. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Graham, what's happening? Let's get to this first dirt fresh off your L.A. trip. Let's dip into the Pamela Anderson news. We've got a couple stories here that, you know, kind of really are very interesting. In fact, one of them kind of coattails off the other one. So let's start out with this one where Pamela Anderson's son that she shares with Tommy Lee, he is saying that... Brandon? Is this Brandon? Yes, yes. He is saying that he wishes that his mom had profited off of his parents' sex tape. Mm-hmm. And that he, you know, he said he he wished that she would have the money and that instead of this, you know, that instead of taking the money, she put her family first, which then ended up causing all kinds of, you know, debt throughout her years that she would have been fine if she probably would have accepted some of this that money. That drops tomorrow, yeah. that, that documentary. Yeah. This, okay. And this is all coming out tomorrow in this documentary in the book. But it's just kind of, you know, he also touched on how, you know, can you imagine being him as a young man when that's out and your mom is... Pamela well, Anderson. They were no. little, yeah, they were little yeah. but still, when he well, became we a teenager, him. we watched him on a couple of shows. Yeah, when he became a teenager and in in high school, he said that all these you know so called friends would bring it up and it would immediately cause him right to go yep. to anger and rage, yeah, yeah, and yeah. he would get into fights. And you know, it's just it's it's sad to see that this tape not only affected you know obviously Pamela, but it's it's affecting other people outside of him. You know, her son and how you know. I think everybody's fine now. Yeah, they probably you know. are, but I think so. Her son is a producer both on this and she had two documentary. Sons. Yeah, both and, the boys. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then didn't you didn't you also say that she is saving her likeness for her kids, right? Yes. So they yes. can make money off of her likeness still down the road. Yes. Yeah. So she's kind of setting them up. Mm-hmm. In, but like you said, he's got his own things. But in the note of you know how I said that she lost a lot of money because she didn't want to um, you know take in this tape and and make money off of it. She had lost some money, but her ex-husband, John Peters, who she only had married for a few weeks, they had met at the Playboy Mansion. Oh, they they went, they go way back. They go way back, but they only were married, I believe, a couple weeks for their entire marriage. Ten days, right? Yeah, and not that long ago, because he met her in the 80s. Yes, and this this is really interesting. So he was doing an interview with Variety, and he told Variety that, I will always love Pamela, always in my heart. And as a matter of fact, I left her $10 million in my will. Nice. And she doesn't even know that. Nobody knows that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
God. She said, he said, I'm just saying this for, for the first time with you. I probably shouldn't be saying it. So that's for her, whether she needs it or not. What a nice, like, what a nice guy. This is he, uh, John Peters. Yeah, he, he made a lot of money. He made a lot of money. Old. Yeah. He was Barbara Streisand. Star yeah. is Born. He was produ- producer yep. of The Star yes. is Born. Yeah. Both of them. Mm-hmm. Grant, do you have the thing about her short marriage to the bodybuilder? No. You got something in Yeah, that you, I do if you don't mind. Yeah, go um, for it. I'd love bring it in. Okay, so she said that her short marriage to her bodybuilder ended up being a disaster. And she says she regretted it. Um, she romanticized everything. She was at her grandparents' former um, farmhouse on Vancouver Island, Canada, with her five dogs when people were renovating her home during the pandemic. And everything she romanticized. Everyone looked good. The contractors were all here. And then she married Dan Hayhurst, a builder and her bodyguard, on Christmas Eve 2020 at the home. They broke up less than a year later. She said it was a disaster. I mean, he was married when she met him. Right. I was stupid, and I regret that it was worse than any of them of her marriages. And I realized, oh, my God, I'm caught up in this whole thing. What am I doing? It just um, struck her as another disaster, and it was just so bad. And I was paying for everything, cooking, cleaning for everybody, and I just got out as soon as I could. Mm -hmm. And she said... um, all right. It was just, ah, uh, yep. Is she is she dating? Does do you guys know is she dating anybody? Is she, she says that she, she is. Lives up, she lives on this island. Yep. off of Vancouver. I she don't needs know her she dogs is. only. She wanted to be alone. Love that. Love that. But um, she's making rose oils and her own candles. Okay. And being crafty. Yeah. Well, well, you know, like you said, this documentary, this memoir is coming out. It's a love story to herself. Things are going to, things, things might be changing here. Yeah. You know, like you said, she's going to be fine. Everything's worked out, but you know, things might be changing here. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Hopefully that, hopefully that can parlay into some more work. And I feel like she's been married so many times mm-hmm. that maybe she's done for a little while she might be. and just loving Pam a lot and not needing to be in a relationship, taking time to find out who she is. Cause she said, remember she gained 25 pounds writing this book, and it was very cathartic for mm-hmm. her to go mm-hmm. through this process. So. She's been married five times. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's a lot. Two times, twice to the same guys. There you go. One more time than both of my sisters. Oh, not bad. Yeah. Oh, fifth, fifth time. I'm not passing judgment. Yeah, I'm just saying for her. Yeah, I know. So, well, we, we've got we've got a lot of that going on with Pamela Anderson, and that you said comes out. Uh, do you know when that tomorrow? Tomorrow, mm-hmm. awesome. So we'll have to check that out. That's on Netflix, right? Yes, awesome. Well, now let's move on to a little royal news. This this one came out according to reports from the Sun last week. King Charles uh, basically is going to evict his disgraced brother Prince Andrew. From the palace. Now, we all know that Prince Andrew had his uh, military, royal and military honor stripped by his late mother, Queen Elizabeth. But the king has accordingly made it clear to the son that there is no place for Prince Andrew. This is what a source is telling the son. And this this comes just months before his inauguration. So, I mean, he, this also deals to his ties with Peter, Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. and Well, we had always heard that King yeah. Charles was going to cut him off. His, his mom probably left him money. I mean, King Charles has never wanted to move into Buckingham Palace. And, you know, you could only take tours there when Queen Elizabeth uh, in the summer when she was in Balmoral. Mm-hmm. And it's under construction. He thinks it's cold and drafty. He wants it to be open year-round for tours. <laughs> I think it should be. I think that would be a great He does not want to live there. So he is trying to do some things optic-wise, I think, to 
show that they're not sucking on the teat of the British yes. taxpayers yes. and all of that. And meantime, Harry's over there just selling a gazillion books, books and looking like it's stud. And wow, he's sold a lot of books. Yes, good for him. Getting I mean, his getting his truth out there. So yeah, I completely could see this was always going to be rumored that um, he doesn't have that. You know, he sees no way back in for Andrew to be a working no, royal. Absolutely. How could you? Yeah. Yeah. So. So uh, yeah, it's probably a smart move on the royals to get yeah. him out of that man out of the household. So finally, here before we get out of time, Jay Leno last week, you know, he we learned about two months ago that he burned half of his face off while working on a car. Well, last week he was driving a motorcycle, classic motorcycle, went into a parking lot, and there was a chain link up where nobody <gasps> had a flag on this it. This is just unbelievable. Clotheslined him. He broke two ribs, cracked both of his uh, kneecaps. Oh my! Can gosh. you imagine just not Call seeing him driving right through? <laughs> Took him I mean, right out. Well, it's like he didn't get decapitated. I mean, you see that in movies. Yeah, but he's doing all right after this was last week. And even in fact, from the hospital, he said he's still going to be going to work, still working, doing everything that he planned on doing, despite the fact that CNBC also did just cancel his motor show. So that's been like ending like a 30-year relationship or something with CNBC. Wow. But yeah, Jay Leno has been hurting himself a lot yeah, lately. Yeah, he is. So, all right. And Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm going to give you one more quick. iTunes number nine right now, our song by Linda Ronstead. Oh, wow. It's already up to number nine at the afternoons. And wow. so she is rocking it from that episode last night. Long, long time. Check out that song and watch the episode, third episode of The Last of Us. That's your My Talk. Dirt alert for today. Hey, gang. Lori and Julie here for First Equity Mortgage and David and the team at First Equity. They're phenomenal. Thank you, everyone, for sending us your testimonials about the, um, you know, amazing experience working with First Equity and the great solutions that they come up with on, you know, what is really the big, the big budget item. It is a big budget item. Mm -hmm. And if you are, um, you know, if you just want to do a kind of a a checkup and see what's going on and you're thinking of maybe remodeling, you want to, you know, Take out an extra mortgage. You wanna you wanna buy a home this spring or summer. You really need to make sure that everything's in line, and they can help you out with all of that. The First Equity is not affiliated with any single banking institution. They will find the right product for you. Everyone's individual, and they've got so many options. And let them help you find solutions if your credit score is low or whatever is going on. That's First Equity. Okay, well. You know, it's it's um, dating is happening with gusto because there are about 127 million single people in the United States. So I just thought I would just remind people because in a way, in a manner of speaking, Julia, I feel like I'm a a doctor. Of relationships of love. and love. Yes, oh gosh, yes. Grant, are you? Grant, <laughs> look at me. It, I, I mean, it. she, in many ways, she feels like she's not just. She's she not, like lean back a little. She's bit. a doctor. doctor. She's a doctor of love. But I have writing prescriptions for that's people. Right, right and, and I want left. to give you three dating red flags All because right. one of the things that people do is you talk yourself out of. Not over, you talk yourself over overlooking red flags. I give you Amy Robach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So here, here are my, here are the three red flags. Okay. And now I'm talking about a guy, if, okay. for a guy. Okay. Right. So okay, we have three for, for each? 
Three for guys and three for oh, girls. No, I'm just gonna do. I'm, I'm just talking to my gay to... boyfriends and my yeah. my, my women. The other friends. five people. Got yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> but if a guy doesn't have any guy friends, oh, good call. That is a strong signal he can't maintain you either. But that's the same as women. I think if women don't have women friends, I feel the same way. Yes, mm. but you won't find very many women who don't have All friends. Right, okay, so for but for a guy, if there isn't at least you know one French that he's got that has had some time, it, it's a strong signal he's not going to be able to maintain your relationship. Okay, yeah. okay? then um, I hate to say it, but uh, history has been known to repeat itself, and it's. This was a study that was done in 2017, reported in Psychology Today, and it finds that um, in if you're a guy and your dad had a history of being unfaithful to your mm-hmm. mom, you have a, a, a much, ha- stronger, much stronger likelihood to follow suit. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it's it's probably just due to, to exposure? The idea of it's there, mm-hmm. it's been done, you see it. It might make I it give a you white lotus. Yeah, <laughs> good call. Just to say, everything else being equal, a guy with an unfaithful father is just more likely to cheat. It's yeah. something if he they knew. About I do everything my dad does. Yeah, that makes sense. And then the final red flag that just cannot be accepted, and of course, you know the, the that unfaithful thing. You'll have to you know have more than a couple dates. But if the guy that you're seeing is likes to do. Um, what the American Psychological Association uh, dictionary describes as, you know, negging, where he says, puts you down so he gets a self-esteem boost. Oh. So that, it's, it's, a, it's a strong signal you can do better. Huh. If the way that okay. he makes himself. Because you used to say negging was a kind of a fun flirting thing. It can be for you if you want to practice it, but if it's a regular staple of how you are as a person, it has no mate value. Okay, I learned a lesson with that one this weekend. I I, I jokingly called something out with Lily, and she was like, you kind of made me feel dumb there. And we had a nice conversation about it, and I was like... All right, you know, so I mean, I don't do this all the time, but yes. yeah, it's it's very. I see this. I see this because sometimes it might be, you know, the guy himself is having a low opinion of himself, so that's a, just a thing. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. So there's that. Now, I want to explain TikTok. What's going on on TikTok? There's a couple of things that I gotta just I gotta tell to the older, younger people that are listening. <laughs> TikTok cannot stop talking about mascara, but. Got nothing to do with mascara that you put on your eyes. Do you know what the TikTok hashtag mascara trend refers to? Oh, my gosh. I can only imagine. You guys know? No, No, but I'm going deep and dirty. Well, it is. There's one other eye. Basically, it's just the fact that. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's Grant. You just said that out loud. He did say that out loud. You just said that out loud. Oh, my gosh. He did. Uh. Basically, it's kind of talking about uh, possible boyfriends or girlfriends, like as mascara. You know, like sometimes you have a, you fall in love with a pet mascara at first sight. You open it up; it's so fresh, it's so pretty, and then you know, a month and a half later, it's turning your lashes clumpy and leaving things. So it's just like comparing, sharing their dating experiences to. 
Mascara. Mascara. Okay. I was way off. All right. Yeah, I know. Go. Sorry I about know. that. Julia Sorry. Fox was in this. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, oh, I like this mascara because it's smaller than the rest. Or oh. this mascara looks Separates. better on my friend. And, okay. you know, so it's just kind of a funny thing. Okay. Categorize or, or relate to relationships. Yes. The Got other it. place that TikTok, especially young TikTok is finding, is that women are going crazy posting their Home Depot Going looking for husbands at Home Depot. And it's going okay. crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, that's been going forever. Those. Home Depot dating is still going strong. It has like almost 4 billion views. <laughs> People <laughs> on the is- regular are posting their stuff. The single ladies are going on a shopping spree at Home Depot. I suppose, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, gay guys could go out of hey. home shopping right? at Home Depot. Um so oh, yeah, meet exactly. meet an eligible bachelor. Among okay, have you ever been to Home Depot? I bet you haven't even been in one. I have been with my dad, and I'm always amazed at how many men are in. Okay, there. I've been in ones. it so many times. Yeah, when well, um, you were looking in the wrong places, good thing you met somebody. I yeah. should have been Home Depot dating, Jules. Bring your you could bring your dogs into Home Depot. So if you got can a puppy, you? Yeah, yeah, if you got a nice puppy and you're looking, that's, bring a puppy along and you can make that connection. Because yeah. that's the thing that they do do so much when yeah. we were in L.A. Everyone brings their dogs everywhere. Yeah. yeah. What do you think is the average? What do you? How many people blank out of how many people actually run background checks on somebody they first start oh. dating? What what percentage do you think? It I is? never did it. I never did, but I would say. I mean, I've Googled social media, done all that, but I would say probably twenty. No, no 15%, that's very high. Fifteen percent. No, 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 four or two. One out of five people. Wow. Twenty percent, really? Yep. Wow. And if nothing else, almost forty percent cyber stock. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, we've you all do done go that. looking around, go we've trolling around. Yeah. Um. That could have been a product of the pandemic, you know, because uh, you didn't know you didn't know you didn't get to have as many moments together right. where you could feel them out. So it was a quick way like, hey, what's this guy got going on in the background. Yeah, kind of. You had more time to do it because you weren't meeting mm-hmm. out and about. But um, this was a survey of a thousand uh, single people and they did admit, you know, um, um yeah, not a bad I idea. A I I had a girlfriend once. I wanted her to run a background check. Not somebody. a bad idea. Oh, this did not go over good. No, it did I not need go to tell well. you. I need not. to tell you a story. <laughs> a friend of ours, um, a colleague, mm-hmm. uh, got a different job in a different state, and mm-hmm. suddenly she is engaged. That's right. And Lori goes down mm-hmm. and visits said fiance and our colleague, and comes back. Joya. I don't trust him. He doesn't have a driver's license. I know. Um, our our friend is doing this. I need to. And then and then you talked to me about it. And then we talked about it. And we said, you know, maybe you could suggest to our friend to run a background check. That did not go over well. That did not go over well. It led to <laughs> lack of conversations for a very long time. <laughs> oh, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, are they still but together? I'll do it. But again, I it was shocking. Because this is our same friend that when Match first came out, she put herself on Match and she put in, you know, a five mile area, 20 mile area, a 50 mile area, and then just did the globe. Mm-hmm. And, she did the globe. and remember, she didn't have one match. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, no. That's too big. You can't have that big. It was just oh, so yeah. funny. Yes. She just was 
3 a.m. We just laughed so hard, but she was such a good person. We just want to make sure she was safe. Yeah. yeah that's and not... I still think as a friend, you get to do that. And yes. if your friend is... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I was offended. I just was nervous because he I had a few things. He didn't he, have a driver's license. Who doesn't license. have a driver's he license? Grandparents. He didn't have a job. He didn't have a job. These were I mean, all, oh, those are all. reasonable red flags that I think I would want someone to say. Because when you're in being loving and love-bobbed, you know. Yes. Mm-hmm. That, I think that, that, that lust be, will take over everything. Right. I would have done the same. So good on you. You were being a good friend. And, but you know they're happily married still. They really hey. are. Yeah. They really are. Nice. Yeah. Cool. So my suspicions were just that, just watching and reading too many detective novels, all of that, <laughs> you know. Yep. I know. Sorry. Serious. Law and order. School of law and order over here. I know. All right. All right. Well, we have to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey, gang. It's Lori and Julia here for Hammernix Interior Solutions and Flooring Superstars. And, you know, big part uh, dating. <laughs> huh? Going to one of the superstores. You know, we were just talking about that. And yeah. there is so much going on in a Hammernick store because really they have such an amazing selection. And I'm, I just am in awe of all the new colors that you can get in luxury white plank vinyl and wood flooring and all of the new, um, you know, technology in a in a simple carpet that used to spill something on and it was stained. Now it bounces back. You can catch it in your glass almost. I mean, it's amazing what they have. And it makes plus the most amazing pricing in the Twin Cities with an upfront 12% discount on all in stock flooring. Stop by their New Hope location on 169 and Bass Lake Road or their um, St. Paul location on Wright Street. Mention the girls and hammernicks.com for more info. Gosh, I heard Sam Smith's new song and video. People are like going, what about the children? You know the video? Did you guys play some good new music on Friday? I was uh, not in the room, obviously. I step out. But yeah, I know Rocco and Brittany collaborated on some good, good good stuff. Good. Um, All right. So here's a couple things. And I thought I always think this is sweet when um, families who um, have the you know, when new wives and new families and stepchildren all get along. Mm-hmm. This over the weekend, Katy Perry um, honored Miranda Kerr, who was Orlando Bloom's f- wife before Katy Perry started dating him. Mm-hmm. And they have a son together. Mm-hmm. And so she... Was um, this another event in Beverly Hills we weren't invited to? <laughs> and she presented Miranda Kerr with the Excellence in the Art Award and shared that their friendship doesn't fit the media's narrative. And she says, many of you may be confused as to why I'm presenting, you know, my lover's ex-wife with this award. And she says it doesn't fit the ex-wife, the new wife narrative. Many in the media would like to see us mud wrestle, but this is about okay, love. Okay, Katie, get off Just your hold high on. horse. Just hold on. Jeez, <laughs> Louise. Nobody, says, I didn't know there was any narrative about her and Miranda. I didn't either. But, but you know, a lot of times the media is like to pit, 
Whatever. We've not seen this pitting. Well, let me just tell you the nice thing she said, Lori. She said, she's my sister from another mister, my health and wellness guru, the heart of our family. I'm so grateful for a modern blended family. It's like I gained another sister, one with whom I usually sidebar from the main family chat and agree with. I just think that's sweet. Yeah, I don't think it's that unusual, though. And I think that she's trying to make beef where they're heading. No one has ever printed any beef about Miranda and Katie. That's fair enough. But yeah. I'm just saying, I just think it's... And I mean, I think about, like, Casey's, you know, ex-wife. I adore her. Yeah. We get along very yeah. well. There's no... Yeah, for the, I, I don't know. Unless that person broke up that relationship, there's probably no reason why most people can't get along. Especially when they've got kids and... They're trying to raise the kids as sibs. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, so here's another one. And this is an email based on your Sex Monday red flags. Yeah. And this is from Margaret. And its subject is friends and background checks. Mm -hmm. I got engaged to a guy after knowing him for just four months. We met when I was in a short program out of state and he was from New York. I planned the wedding. And when my best friend suggested there were some real red flags, and she puts in parentheses real red flags. I demoted her as my maid of honor, and in the end, I got out and really dodged a bullet. I've apologized many times to this friend over the years. Should have listened. So it can work both ways. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Look at that. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with speaking your truths for a loved one if you see that they're in a situation. Still, I love it that our friend's still married to this guy, but at the same time... She was it, mad at me. Yeah. Yeah. She was, but you. But she got. She got you were just over being it. a friend. I was just coming, you know. I was like, you. You had so little experience dating. She, she did. had very little she experience did. dating. So I. I do think it was like you when you're dating toddler days when you first oh. started out. Oh, <laughs> way long, long time ago. Oh my gosh, you learned so much, Julia. You were mm-hmm. little little grasshoppers <laughs> grown up. Oh, you're so sweet. So tomorrow morning, every morning this week, we're going over the My Talkie Awards and pleading our cases. But but it doesn't matter because they've already voted, right? It does matter, Lori. Rocco has put together some really funny things. Oh, I Everything see. matters. It starts at 8 o'clock. Everything matters. If you're not full of crap right now, I don't know what it is. And she's <laughs> so bad at reading the room. <laughs> Everything matters, but it should be fun. I'm going to be on with the, and Donna and Don and I and Jason. Oh, and Alexis and Holly are going to be on tomorrow. And then you're going to be on Wednesday with the boys. With the boys. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. on with the girls. You're on with the boys. Yeah. Well, um, and uh, that'll be. Put all the testosterone together. together. <laughs> I look right at I you. I go, spread that's a it out fit. a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's tomorrow morning. And then. Um, what time is that? At eight, eight or something? O'clock. Okay, fun. Better fun. Come tune in. Yes. And Lori and I cannot wait. Oh, we're so for tired. For the bell to ring. Oh, my gosh. The 4 a.m. pickup is early. The 4 a.m. is early, but we've done it before, and we've gone out, I would like to add. And stayed on. And gone, gotten home at 2 in the morning and just said, oh, we'll just... We were also 39 at the time. Yeah, Julia. Yeah. Ah, we didn't have a show to go to. The show was Saturday night. I know. We're going next, next year. year. Yeah. Next year we're doing it. Um, we're just going crazy that the Screen Actor Guild Awards are being broadcast on Netflix's YouTube channel and no press room. Nothing. I no. mean, I guess that's they... the most important thing. That's the most fun thing. That was the coolest thing besides the red carpet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't even know if you're going to apply for us. I'm not. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> it's like right in now. two weeks, Larry. No, it's at the, the end of February. Yeah, three February weeks. 25th. Yep, I'm not. 
Yeah. I've got plans that weekend. Okay. You're coming to Girl Scout every um, weekend. Am we I? have plans. Huh? We've had that on the back forever. Uh, yeah. Plans can change in a heartbeat, Grant. Crying <laughs> oh, out loud. We've got plans. And tonight we're supposed to watch the HBO show. Oh, yes. Yeah, so oh, you I guys. know Casey and I would I guarantee would be I'm not going to watch. I may be too tired. I have a conference yeah. call at 7. Don't oh, worry. Do? Mm-hmm. Oh. I would like you, Lori, to text me tonight after you watch that episode. Yeah. I just just give me a thumbs up or thumbs down because I know sure. I'm going to like it, Grant. Oh, I know you are. Yeah. It's uh I already love that show and I've sat with the scientist this morning and asked her if this could possibly happen and she said no. Guess who's in this episode tonight? Who? Murray Bartlett. Oh, oh, is he got to be loved? That Murray Bartlett makes a little bit of a nice cameo in this episode. The greatest character from White Lotus of all. I just, Murray Bartlett. Yeah, that he was something. He uh, was something. But in this show, he's really something, too. You know? Oh, this is. Yeah. Well, this show is going to win so many things when it gets nominated. Even just the visual effects in the set, you know, showing. Is just wild beyond. Mm-hmm. It must have a huge budget. Just wait till you see the writing. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Very man. good. Well, Julie and I are going to do our best to make our men happy tonight, but we're not promising I'm anything. I'm not promising anything. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, I just said, what's for dinner? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'm going to bed. Oh, oh yeah. man. Well, okay, everyone anyway. have a great night. Thanks for hanging out with yes. us. We'll be back tomorrow. Grant, yes, thanks for will. filling in this morning, too. Hey, thanks, guys. Okay, bye. Job done. Off you go.